after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. And for all you loved me. <laughs> My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. So a couple of nights ago, you came up to me very serious looking. Yeah. Your body language was off-putting, yeah. I would say. More so than usual, even. And you said to me, uh, let's sit down. We need, to, we need to talk. Yeah. We need to talk about breaking up <laughs> in TV commercials. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> That is how that sentence ended. <laughs> and that is what we're going to be doing here today. We are talking about breakup commercials. Yes. Uh, part of the human experience. You know, if uh, like like all parts of the human experience, it's been commodified. It's not a part of the human experience that you and I have had a lot of experience with, certainly yet. lately. <laughs> yes. Um, but it is definitely uh, kind of a trope. And so um, I, for, I think it was actually an idea that had been kind of kicking around in our, our maybe list for a while. And it's, uh, it's surprisingly easy to find, to find this. It's always played for laughs, but we'll get into it. It's interesting uh, what a wide um, range of yeah. products Weirdly and services. Weirdly a lot of phones, though. Yeah, A lot of phone services. Yeah. So anyway, you collected a bunch of those to uh, play for us. And then um, I was looking ahead at the Ad Council, and we have some people talking about other COVID commercials, COVID-related or quarantine-related commercials that people are actually liking, because we've kind of said that there's... Seems for a while there, there was one playbook for those things, and it was getting on people's nerves. When I say people, I mean me, my nerves. Um, but also some folks were posting on the Facebook page um, some uh, COVID and quarantine related parodies of those commercials. So we'll take a listen to some of those. And hopefully we'll get to this. Um, someone on Tumblr, some some wiseacre on Tumblr took a bunch of commercial taglines, changed them to the past tense. And as one of our listeners posted, it's dark. Yeah. It seems sort of dark. Sometimes um, you move one key and you end up in a minor key. That's right. So anyway, uh, let's kick things off, though, with breakup commercials. Let's just listen to this for a while. Yeah, it's a good song. You know what you just heard there, too, as I stepped on myself with the music? I have a different computer in here than I usually use, and I, it, for years and years, I've gotten used to, I think, this like half-second latency mm-hmm. on the iTunes program I used to use. I'm not using iTunes you anymore. You have learned helplessness. And I didn't even realize that I was hitting that slightly early because I was making up for it, so... I'm sure it bothered everybody as much as it bothered me <laughs> that that music came in half a second early. If it really bothers you. We, this is a pre-taped show. No, we, it's we not. are not going out live. It is live to tape. Also, that sounds like work. Um, all right, so let's talk about breakup <laughs> commercials. Oh yeah, I like where you start this. You start this with the first one that I thought of when we were tossing around ideas, which is um, the Direct TV commercial from a couple of years ago. That actually was I don't know if controversial is the right word, but it definitely created a conversation on this show. And I think on the internet, which, as you know, is almost impossible to do. Yeah, was it? A, I, I remember one listener wrote into us: "Is this um, is this an overly kind of violent commercial? And would we feel different about it if it was like if the yes. shoe was on the other foot as far as gender? If you is reverse concerned. the genders of this yeah. commercial, is it upsetting? And is it upsetting with the genders as they are? I, you know, we talked about it. Then we can we can rehash it a little bit now. But let's let's just play it." Okay, so this is for, as we said, this is for the DirecTV, and we, you have the um, voiceover that we're very familiar with this voice by now. She's been doing these DirecTV uh, voiceovers for a while. I don't know the person's name. Um, and uh, while you're hearing this narrator, you're seeing a woman clearly breaking up with her man yes, friend in some way. Yes, this is a way. bad breakup, and we see from this sort of somewhat 
you know, there he's young and handsomeish, but he's a little dopey looking. He's on the sidewalk and coming out of his formerly second story window are all of his possessions, which are smashed to smithereens when they hit the sidewalk. She's, she's hurling th- them out, out the window. I think a guitar is thrown out maybe and yes. breaks. And then uh, at a certain point, very significantly, the cable box yes. goes out the window too. Direct TV now gives you more for your thing. Your there goes the guitar. Your sorry, not sorry thing. You're out with the old and Here comes the, the cable box. bigger and better thing. And P.S. Lady, that don't belong to either of you. Of TV you love. Yeah. No bulky hardware, no satellite, no annual contract. Try Direct TV now for $10 a month for three months. More for your thing. One thing that I noticed, the things that she's throwing out the window, the guitar, which is a very fragile, it's an acoustic guitar, does not break. But that cable box, when it hits the ground, smashes into three. I wonder if that's an accident. It Hans Molman. I wonder if, uh, yeah, exactly, if Direct TV really wants to show you a cable box exploding Yes, there. I think they did. You think? I wonder if they started there. They were like, how can we work, yeah, work, right. work back to cable box explodes? Yeah. But this is an upsetting commercial. It's played, I wouldn't say quite for laughs, but certainly for like, it's lighthearted that all this shit's coming out. It's kind of like, ah, eh, you know, young love. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. It's and, like a classic city. I mean, this you could see this scene going back to the 30s. Somebody, yes. you know, like throwing. A, it's beyond cliche. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. And I do find it, I think that what the listener uh, who had written in, and I'm sorry, we did not, uh, I won't say we didn't have the time, we didn't have the inclination to go back and figure out who It didn't who occur it to me this. until right now. Um, that if you had a man throwing a woman's stuff out on the on the sidewalk, it would be more upsetting. And I think, I, as I said, probably at the time, our... Our culture's acceptance of domestic violence or the, our culture's relationship with domestic violence just puts that in a different light. And as we always say, you can never take things out of their context. So there's just a different context there. That said, I don't love this story to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I think it's sort of a nasty way of showing a new beginning. Yeah, I mean, you see what they're going for. I mean, I'm always looking at, are you just making a funny commercial that tells a little story or are you connecting it to the message? And they're connecting it to the message, like you said, the, a new beginning, an idea of of disentangling yourself from the cable box and uh, and being free of, of that and relationships. So I don't. But I somebody don't totally is going to be accountable for that cable box, right? Because it doesn't. Well, that's what's driving be- you crazy. It belongs yeah. to Xfinity. It's funny that you should say that because um, it, no, belong. Well, I, that's it, did, is it specifically Xfinity? Or? No, I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying like ours belongs to Xfinity. Our um, remote control is a nasty piece of work right yeah, now. It's by the gross. way, it's like because of the oils in our hands and. It's just like it's, it's like degrading hotel under there. room level of gross. Oh no, it's much worse. I have never. If I were to go in a hotel room and they had a remote control that was like peeling and flaking the way our Xfinity one is, mm-hmm. I would. Well, I would. Say, I would honestly ask for a new one or something because it's nasty and. Um, I don't really know what to do about it because it's not ours. I guess, can I yeah. just get a new one? Can I ask them to send me a new Maybe one? Maybe it's like a passport where if you say it was stolen, they have to give you a new one. Like a, a passport? Like a like an it, American passport. That's true. If it's stolen, they have to give you a new one? They don't one? have to give it to you, but they that like they don't make you send. Like when you'd get a new passport, they want you to send in the old one. And they, they punch a hole in it so it's no longer good, and then they oh, send yeah. it back to you. But... If your passport is stolen, what do you do? You just you have to get a new passport, and they can't require you to send in your stolen passport, so you just say it was stolen. Okay, I am gonna. That's call, crime tips. I'm gonna call Xfinity tomorrow and tell them that someone stole my passport. <laughs> yeah, a, no, no, they can stole I get the a, remote. Wait, no, hold on. I'll, I have it all written down somewhere. Um, okay, so let's move on to this next commercial. This is the one that actually where the uh, little tape at the top of the show came from. This is Apartments.com. By the way. This is one of those Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah, he has a name. Coms. It's like it's like um, something Bella Fleur. It's you know what? That's exactly what I was going to say. I've seen these things a million times, but never really paying that closely uh, attention to them. Which is weird. Like, why would I pay attention to commercials closely? Um, <laughs> and just today, you really don't watch enough TV. Tbh. And just today, I noticed in watching this that. Yeah, when they show him, I always just thought he was doing Jeff Goldblum, but no, he's doing Brad Bellflower, inventor of the apartment, apartmenter net. 
apartmenternet, according <laughs> yes. to this. It trips off the tongue. It really does. Um, so I never realized that he was playing a character. Is this a new revelation to you as well? No, I was I was aware of it. Um, I think it's super weird because you have this super famous guy who is famous for being weird in almost exactly the same way as this fictional character. Like, why not just have What if Jeff- it's not Jeff Goldblum? What if oh, this God, is somebody who's so just nice. actually named Brad Bellflower who looks remarkably like yeah. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, he's actually, he was born Jeff Bellflower, and this is actually his biological twin brother. Wow. Anyway, so in this one, how do you describe this whole um, series of commercials? He is, uh, right, they've been going on for a while, and, and they've been through a, a number of iterations, including the Super Bowl one where he was on a piano that was rising up. Uh, to the tune of uh, moving on up, uh, it was like going I think up. Little Wayne was in that. Maybe too. a little Wayne or a bunch of famous people were. Yeah, in that. I can't remember. Yeah. It was a kind of a celebrity packed one. Now their their gambit is that they have wacky technology that um, gives them access to new opening up apartments sooner than everybody else. So, for example, there's one where a dog walks up to a lady in a park who's talking about maybe she's going to move in with her boyfriend and the dog has like a cone on its head, you know, like it's injured. But instead, the cone is like a some sort of transmission device. Uh, would you say it's a parabolic microphone? Yeah, I guess so. I, you I ever guess, see a football I guess game? I would say you that. You ever see a football game and there's people on the sidelines and they're holding like things that look like satellite dishes in their hands sort yes. of and there's a microphone no, I know in what there. a parabolic microphone Yeah, that's is. kind of what how a cone would work, I would think. Right? I guess so. It's it's. I don't think the technology is that well thought out. It's like just like beep, boop, beep, boop. You know, it's more like that kind of technology. It's a parabolic microphone. So- You're just mad that I knew the name of it. <laughs> yes. As usual, you know the names of things. That's right. And I don't. Right. Um, That's why it bugs you. So anyway, there's the one in the park where the the dog spies on the lady, which I think is like a terrible message. And it really creeps me out, actually, about the, the product. I know that's how, not, does, how does that tie into them knowing if somebody is talking about moving out? So then the, the dog, algorithm knows that the dog's there's parabolic be an caller free. hears it and it like transmits it to Jeff Goldblum, Brad Bellflower, and his minions who are only seated ten feet away. So I don't know why they need a remote yeah. transmission system. The whole thing is, I think, a weird. I mean, it's meant to be funny, of course, but I do think that it's like a weird. Stalky. It's yeah. It's like in an era when we all feel a little surveilled. Mm-hmm. I I think it sort of hits a sour note. Anyway, this one is not that, but it's the same kind of same kind of tone. Um, Brad Bellflower is sitting, uh, I think, actually in the apartment of this guy. So it's sort of like he's he's yeah. there, not there. This guy's getting this guy's breaking up. He's holding in one hand a um an engagement ring. And clear, and there's a picture of him with his lady, and clearly, like they didn't the the proposal did not go well. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought you loved me. Yes, exactly. And he's, he's crying; his tears are dropping onto his laptop, but they're the tears themselves are typing out apartments.com. That's right, and so and also, I think not just apartments.com, but then and then a teardrop hits a key, and it like ends up helping him find the perfect yeah, apartment. Yeah, the, right? the tier technology does most of the work. I've got some stuff to say about this when we're all wrapped up with it. Does any of it have to do with the fact that it drives you crazy seeing water hitting a keyboard like that? Because it That's, drives me uh, upsetting, yeah. Yeah, all right, let's take a listen. Apartments.com makes getting into a new home easier than ever. I thought you loved me. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the tears hits the apply now button. Right. And now suddenly we see a different scene. He is in a beautifully lit open apartment. This guy. In a skyscraper. Maybe has some problems, but financial security is not one of them because this apartment is gorgeous. It's in a big, beautiful, high ceiling, floor to ceiling windows, high rise apartment. Good looking guy. Yeah, good nice looking, looking guy. apartment, deep pockets. Some, some cool art on the wall. De- look at that. You can even see a pot on the counter. It looks like a pretty decent little pot. Yeah, everything screams upward mobility That's here. That's right. Yeah, he's in his new apartment. And suddenly he sees across the way, there's also a beautiful young woman in her apartment across, I would say, the street or the alley up in her 
penthouse suite. Right, and, and they, they wave make, at each other. They make eye contact, and they, and they kind of wave at each other. Let's take a listen to what uh, Brad Bellflower says at the end here. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Okay, now did you see where Brad was sitting at the end? Jeff Brad Goldblum. Jeff Brad Goldblum. I'm going to go back and take a pause here. He is sitting on, oh, yeah, is this about us? Is this the kind of couch you want? Oh, I mean, I do want a, a <laughs> okay. I do want a, a Shay's uh, sectional, but that's not that's okay. not why I mentioned it. Yeah, it is. He's sitting on this big, very modern this uh, sofa that's a like a corner sh- sectional type of sofa, gray leather. Uh, he's kind of like stretched out on it, and it's very it fits in very well with this new vibe of this apartment. Yeah, it's beautiful. But are you telling me that this? Because I checked the sofa that the guy was sitting on in his old place, mm-hmm. and it's not this sofa. So how deep are his pockets? He has he has money to buy to get this new apartment and to get a whole new sofa. I'm trying to I'm going back now looking at I mean his old apartment is definitely it's not nasty but it's definitely darker. I mean it's also nighttime. That looks like a fine apartment but uh, and it's not like an old nasty couch or anything he was yeah, sitting on but he had I a think perfectly has, good couch. But he has a lot more space now. That couch would seem very small in this big But he's open he's literally plan. just moving in. I guess if you're going to hire movers you might as well hire them to to move the so, the new sofa. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just did what was hoping to get rid of. I don't understand your your beef here because maybe he just wanted to get rid of that sofa anyway. So he's moving, get rid of that, sell it on Craigslist, buy the new one, have the new one. Yeah, shipped to I guess new I buy place. some new furniture when I move into a new place. Yeah. All right. It's beautiful. Stipulated. All right. Um, how do we feel about that commercial? Uh, I like it better than the dog one. Okay. Uh, and you like it more than the AT&T uh, direct yes, TV? Yes, for sure. Okay. The, mo- the water on the, the laptop is upsetting. I don't remember. I mean, the fact that his tears are just that. I mean, that he's got that much water coming out of his <laughs> yeah, face is amazing. Exactly. What is this one for, for Hershey's? This is just a really sweet one. And it's... Oh, yes. It, it could arguably not even be about a breakup, although I think the implication is that it is. I was going to ask you about that. It's yeah. It's very quick. Um, you have... Uh, a girl, you know, a teenage girl, kind of pre preteen teenage girl, sitting on one side of a door. Her mom is sitting on the other side of the closed door. The girl's upset. Probably she's be- clearly in her bedroom, right? Right. She's in her bedroom, and she's she's clearly upset, likely because of a breakup. And the mom just slides under the door, one of those little Hershey's minis. Um, and it really makes me want one, which I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that hard with candy, but but there is something about it. They have that class. We're talking about the Hershey little mini thing that you would throw into a, a Halloween bag, you know, about the size of your thumb. But it, the packaging on it really hasn't changed much in yeah. probably generations. You know, like it does give you that. And you know what I like about it? It's not perfectly sealed. It almost like you can sort of see. It looks a little like oh yeah, somebody it's grabbed been rattling this out of around bag. in the yeah, in the yeah. bag for a while. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry, I totally cut you off there. But is that is that good for setting it up? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she slides it under the door to her daughter, and that is heartwarming. This is a very short one, so we got to set it up, and then that gets the daughter out of her room, and then she kind of slides to the floor in the hallway, and they have their mother daughter moment in the hallway. I know it's hard, Maddie. But I promise it's going to get better. The mom has the bag, the whole bag of those, all the minis. You get the special dark, the Hershey's regular, Mr. Goodbar, and uh, Crackles. And uh, and then their daughter sits down next to her at the end, and they and they are going to talk it out. Um, fuck, I could fuck do... Mary kill from that bag, by the way. Oh, uh, I don't know if I can do the whole thing, but definitely kill the Mister Goodbar. What is that Ugh, one again? Wrong again. What is Mister Goodbar again? It's just chocolate with peanuts, but I like it. Ugh, yeah, no, screw that. Oh, did you say crackles in there? Mm-hmm. Oh no, kill crackle. Yeah, kill crackle. Oh God, kill crackle. Yeah. Um, absolutely. That's the one with like the orange stuff inside. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. No. Oh no, no, no. Crackles just um. Rice Krispies. Oh, no. Mary, then. I don't know the names of Learn these Learn about candy. I like the chocolate with the Rice Krispies. That's Crackle? Yeah. Oh, g- I got What's wrong with that? It's, not, it's just like my least favorite. Oh, man. Okay. This is going to be irritating to the listeners because this was actually a classic TBTL moment. I can never think of the candy bar that I hate that has the orange stuff inside. All I can tell you is Bart Simpson. Butterfinger. Uh, Butterfinger. That's the one I want to kill. Probably okay. not in this bag. I don't no. think that's the same company as Hershey. I don't think it is. So, Crackle, 
which is has Rice Krispies, and that's probably the top of the list for me. Mm-hmm. You have plain old Hershey's. It's fine. Peanuts are bottom of the list for me. Was there another one in there? Special Dark. Yes, whatever. I love Two Special or three. Dark. I know the only one I'm passionate about is the Rice Krispie, which you don't like apparently. Yeah, it's my. I mean, I'll eat it, but this, by the way, and I, I need the listeners to hear this. This is why I do not like it when you send me to the store and you just say, "Oh, pick me out something special, <laughs> give me a treat," and then you always say, "You know what I like." And I'm like, "No, I don't." You don't I, even know what you like. I don't. I, first of all, yes, and I don't like. I don't. I don't think about sweets that much. I mean, if they're in the house, I'll clearly eat them. I'm not trying to say I'm above it all. But like... No, you don't think about it. I don't crave them. I don't have certain things that I'm like, oh, when I go here, I'm going to get this slice of cake or whatever. Right. You have very specific... I mean, you love this stuff. And I don't think it's fair for you to say, oh, just pick out a special treat for me. Have you ever been mad about something you brought home? Not mad, but you definitely... I, I brought you two very fancy cupcakes for your birthday and you were clearly disappointed you told me like that you basically were going to throw out the second one you ended up eating it because it was a cupcake thanks for disclosing you basically told me you're like it's not worth the calories and those were expensive cupcakes i know they were they just that was that was a fancy cakes lie situation you don't the fancier the worse the fancier sometimes the worse yeah sometimes fancy cakes um write a check that their taste cannot cash Want to move on? Yeah, sure. From chocolate to beer. Yes. To chocolate beer. This one I love. This one is, I said a lot of these like sort of, Hershey's doesn't play the breakup for laughs, I will say. That's yes. probably the no, most earnest. The most earnest of all of these. Um, this one made me laugh out loud. Okay, this doesn't even much set up, right? This is just a father and son. In a boat fishing. That's right. Son, I need to tell you something. What is it, Dad? Dos Equis is brewed in the style of Pilsner lagers. Also, me and your mom are getting divorced. Special moments with Dos Equis. Keep it interesante. <laughs> also, 15 seconds. I love it when they can pack a good laugh like that and get their point also, across in 15 seconds. me and your mom are getting divorced. That's <laughs> pretty good. I love it. I think Dos Equis, and this is a Dos Equis that's, you know, post most interesting man, yeah, right? Yeah, yep. And they're trying to just shift into their keep it interesante, which I think has been... A mixed bag, but like when they when they nail it, they nail it. Yeah, yeah. Now this next one, this sprint one, I had never seen before. You put it in the show sheet, and I think this is my favorite of the bunch. It's pretty funny, and it's because of the woman's performance. Now I want to say she looks because I, I, I want to get ahead of this because you're going to tell me I'm wrong. Um, she looks nothing like Vanessa Bayer. But there's something about her performance in this that seems almost Bayer-esque. I could see her, I could see Vanessa Bayer being cast in this. Sure. Well, you know, I actually thought it was someone that I recognized, which was Sue Galloway. Um, For Watchers of 30 Rock, she was Sue, um, like, Vandersloot or something. She was, like, Dutch. Yes, and she was a writer. She was in the writer's room. One of the writers. And there's even a joke about how she never has lines or something because they have to pay her for lines. Yeah. um, And she, I mean, she's had, she has a couple of episodes where she does have speaking parts, but she's just a sort of tertiary character on 30 Rock. I really thought it might be her, and I did a little bit of digging to see if I could confirm it, but I couldn't confirm it. And on second watch, I don't think it's her, Mm. but she looks. Picture Sue Galloway, basically, is what this lady looks like. Oh, I like this. This was uploaded um, uh, by Jenny US 44 back in September of 2010. So this thing has been up here for 10 years. And the um, person who posted it says, could possibly be the funniest commercial out right now. Move over, old Spice Guy. <laughs> There's a new favorite. I need to follow this person. Uh, they've got 16 subscribers. Um, anyway, so we see a man and a woman in their um, probably early 30s or something, right? In their little diner. They're sitting at a table at a diner together. And I, th- she's on her phone. And I think the rest will be uh, clear what's happening. I just got a text from you that you're breaking up with me. Don't worry about that. I switched to Sprint's $69.99 plan, so I wasn't charged extra. Okay, I just got your breakup email. Emails are unlimited, too. (laughs) And look, I just changed my Facebook status to single. But Internet's also unlimited. Yeah, she puts the phone to the ear, and she's calling him. (laughs) Yeah. And he reluctantly (laughs) answers the phone at the end. Any mobile for just $69.99. I realize the now network that what she's doing is mean. Yes, but 
She's clearly too good for this guy. She, and she's just enjoying her, it. She is Her so, energy is, is so, so great. So great. Her, there is a glint in her eye. She's so excited about her data plans. Yeah. And then when she calls him at the end and she's like, she can't wait for him to pick up. She's, yeah. Oh, I my God. It. it is so great. And, and he'll be fine. He, well, he won't be. He seems like a real sad sack. Um, really? Yeah. Well, he's, he's a like little sad tacky, but he's a, he's an attractive man. He's just he's slumped shouldered right now because he's getting broken up with in a pretty, you know, okay. And he needs to gr- either shave the beard, beard or grow it out. Okay, it's a little patchy. Awful. Okay, but you he's a fixer upper for sure. Barely. Really? Oh yeah. I guess I, I now I'm on a different still of him. He does have a little bit of a slack jaw. He is yokel kind not of situation. Great. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. She's wonderful though. She's wonderful. She's gonna do great. That made me lol. Uh, I was going through your show sheet before and I was here by myself and I was laughing. It was so great. Well, there couldn't be a better commercial to follow up that Sprint commercial with than this Metro PCS commercial. Oh, yeah. In this one, we see a man and a woman not in the same room together, but they appear to be on the phone together talking to each other. Am I right about that? Yep. You're always hiding something. We're just not connecting anymore. I need something better. I'm tired of being taken advantage of. I am done with you, Sprint. I'm done with you, Sprint. <laughs> oh, they were both talking Break to Sprint. Move to Metro PCS and save half off your bill every month. The rest of this is no just, fees. It's just blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Metro PCS. I always forget that that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. would have to go wrong in my life for me to be like, that's my new phone company. If know. you're using them and it's like amazing... Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, did our that. phones? Our phones just all my, went off. Our phone found my Sprint found out we were talking. Sh- oh no, we're on. Oh, T-Mobile. that was just you. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. That one. So I, that one's pretty good. I don't have any strong opinions about that one. It's a twist. It's a twist. It's like, you know, it's it's a real rim shot of a of a punchline. He, um, this bar that he's in is exactly... Now, that the, guy could be a fixer-upper. Yeah, maybe he is what that other woman's moving on to. Possibly, although, what are they going to... How are they going to... She's so excited about Sprint. He's anti-Sprint. I think that's going to be... I mean, an interfaith yeah, relationship true. like that is very hard to make work. Well, that's where the story comes in. That's what makes <laughs> it so special. That's, that's why we need storytelling. The woman in this commercial on the phone, um, apparently breaking up with Sprint, although we thought she was breaking up with this dude, um, is at home. He is in a bar slash coffee shop. I'm going to say more coffee shop than bar. Mm-hmm, but it's extremely artisanal. It's so artisanal. It's one of those places that it looks like the one whole wall looks like it's one of those blackboard walls. And somebody has written in, in all kinds of huge fonts and varying fonts, um, like menus. And, and there's like a kind of a like an antique looking couch and there's some beautiful people in the background ordering their coffees. It really looks like the type of place I'd hate. Yeah, I could not drag you in there. No. I mean, because I'd be like, Andrew, I'm really hungry. Like, let's go in here. And you'd be like, I don't like the look out of it. It's like, come on, they have sandwiches. No, because you have to order at the counter. And then I'd go in. Be, look, and I think I'd, they'll serve you at the table. I don't want to order at the counter. And then I'd order at the counter and you'd say, well, just get me a little treat. And I'd be like, what and do then you they, want? And, then the thing and you'd comes, say, you know what I comes, like. And it has some sort of aioli on it that wasn't mentioned I, in the ingredients list. Listen to me. I made you a fantastic meal last night yeah. in which part of it was glopping out <laughs> An entire half cup of mayonnaise. I know. I'm really shocked that you whipping did that. it with a couple more eggs because that's one ding on mayonnaise is not enough eggs, <laughs> right? And then dredging the chicken breasts in there and then breading them with that. I, I actually had to um, kind of suppress a bit of a gag reflex yeah, I'm because I am to so anti mayonnaise yeah. and I'm trying to get over that. And I did that for you yesterday, and here I am being pilloried. Well, I did appreciate that that you touched so the mayonnaise because that you broke up during the show. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is all leading up to. It'd be worth it for the joke, I think. I think so. I mean, it would be a hell of a last episode. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I want to keep doing the show. Oh, interesting. Well, we'll have our lawyers work that out. Um, okay, now the next one up. Oh, didn't we just talk about that? Yeah, this is your favorite commercial. We did. This is this is barely qualifies as a breakup. <laughs> you just but had to sneak it in. I love this commercial so much. There's something about this performance that I just love. It's a parody of The Bachelor. It's with the new... I think it's kind of a mess, honestly, as far as their campaign goes. State Farm has brought this new young Jake from State Farm um, that they, of course, 
uh, I think they launched at the Super Bowl. Instead of a derpy-looking white guy in his probably late 30s, yes. we have a young, Handsome good-looking black guy, black guy yeah. probably in his mid-20s. Right. right. So you, you switch out derpy Jake, no offense, but for hot Jake. Um, and now Jake from State Farm is kind of like their their standard bearer, and he's kind of doing other. He they put him in other scenarios, including this parody of The Bachelor. So Jake from State Farm is waiting for this rejected bachelor after he gets the the old heave ho. And it has your favorite line from any commercial that's rolling right now, right? Yeah. I'm so sorry, Preston T. I need to follow my heart. I know I'm not the smartest or the fastest. I'm going with Frankie. See you. Jake from State Farm? Here's the deal. She's not the one for you. Sure, she's got that cool apartment, that brand new car, but she doesn't have good insurance. If she's not going to protect all her stuff with State Farm. I think it's interesting that they have a insurance spokesperson who says insurance. I think that's weird, that's too. That's interesting. Yeah. I just noticed that It now. is a regional thing. Yeah. But it's not, I don't think it's the preferred pronunciation. That's interesting. And of course, the line that you love there is when he says, I know I'm not the smartest, I know I'm not the fastest, because you always wonder why, what? I love it. I love Fastest in what context? What are we talking about? Fastest in what context? Yeah, and sometimes I'll pick Theo up and say like, oh, you're not the smartest, you're the fastest. (laughs) Theo is um, the uh, neighbor's kid. He's about 14. (laughs) Uh, Let me just, I'll let this play out. Car? But she doesn't have good insurance. If she's not going to protect all her stuff with state farm how's she gonna protect her heart <laughs> and you want the real deal like a good neighbor state farm is there i gotta say i don't hate the um I, I you know i don't hate the new jared that's not his name jake sorry oh no i don't hate the new jake i don't even think it's the worst idea for sort of a reboot i just mm-hmm. think that they're a little bit lost right now like where to put him yeah right now i'd agree with that um and let's round out this segment with this kayak tv which are, have you watched this i am trying to are you ex- oh are you yes, as excited yes. as i oh, am oh this is a funny one yes because oh my god mustache right. and glasses oh my god uh what is his name from better off ted um his name is uh not ned if you, if you scrolled uh, oh, I don't remember his character name, but if you scroll down, his actor name is in this. He's one of the scientists. His name is Malcolm Barrett, and he plays uh, one of the scientists in Better Off Ted, which, by the way, is a real sleeper of a show. It was around for, I think, two seasons. Yeah. Um, very sort of surreal, but has very Portia funny. Portia de Rossi. Did I say her name right? Yeah, Portia de Rossi in there. God, the one time I get some celebrity's name right off the cuff, and I have to question myself in the middle of it. Um, Lem. I think his name is yeah, Lem in the right. show. It's got a couple of these nerdy scientists who are great. It had really good writing. It was fast-paced. It happened in kind of the um, post well, I guess they made more later, but basically after season three of Arrested Development. And it has a little bit of that look to the camera-ness to it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Porsche's in there. But the, it really is its own thing, and I really like it. I yeah, can't it stress place, enough. It takes place in sort of a universe unlike, a little bit unlike our own. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. Like a, it's a parody of corporate culture. Yeah. It's a really great show. Let's just Can we just play some of that now? I would, I would gladly go put that on right after we let's finish. Let's do that. Okay. So let's rush through this. Um, no. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Bye, everyone. In this commercial, you have the character who plays Lem, if you're a better off Ted head, as we clearly are. And he is sitting at the bottom of a stairwell in an apartment, and he is... Uh, looking really sad and forlorn, and then another guy comes up, and he looks like he's returning. He's he's on a, he's walking his bicycle through the hallway. He's about to take his bike back upstairs to and, his apartment. And that guy is sort of someone too. His name's Johnny Sneed. The actor is named Johnny Sneed. Oh. He shows up in like little bit roles, but in like big in big shows like Parks and Rec, he has like oh. sort of like you know small but but speaking parts in like. You've seen him before if he looks kind of familiar. Oh, I didn't realize that. Let's take a listen to this. You all right? My girlfriend dumped me. So confused, I don't know what to do. I'm going through the same thing. I've been searching for a hotel, and every site has different information. So confusing. Okay, that's not the same. This is kayak. (laughs) Searches other travel sites and shows you the information you need. Thanks. So then... Excuse 
me. So then he sheepishly is Johnny like, just picks up his bike and, and edges past him now that he's gotten the information. Yeah, he doesn't want to console this sad sack on the stairs anymore. Um, I love Malcolm Barrett. I, I wish he's he got so more great. work. I mean, I, the thing is, I don't know if I'd love him that much in this commercial if I didn't associate it with his better off Ted character. Yeah. But like, as soon as I saw that, I actually couldn't place him at first, but I knew I was in love with him. Yeah. You know? He's great. Anyway, all right, we made it through. We went through about 10 uh, commercials there. And we didn't break up. What's the state of our relationship? I think it's about the same. It's about the same. Kind of bickery. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words to saying. Only the echoes of my mind. All right, Jesus, you don't mind. Let me take the wheel here because I um, grabbed a bunch of these Jesus, off take of the wheel. Facebook. You don't have to call me that uh, <laughs> during the show. <laughs> um, we got a couple of uh, commercials that are focused on the COVID crisis or quarantining um, that people like. Um, and this first one is from listener Eddie. Again, these were all posted on, on Facebook today. Um, this one is for the Silk Soy Milk. That and was my introduction to soy milk. Yeah, I think me too. Because I started Most drinking. People, I, I think, had never right? had soy milk before. And then someone introduced me to the chocolate uh, variety of silk, which is, I think, extremely sugary, but um, but also quite delicious. What is silk? Silk is soy. Silk is soy. That was their big ad I campaign, know. right? I know. That's why I knew. I know. Um, I was letting other people know. So anyway, this one is <laughs> called uh, Neighbors Are Still Neighbors. And let me see if I can set this up from memory. We see a kid, let's say a 12-year-old boy in the suburb somewhere, and he has a remote control truck. And he takes a, what is it, a half gallon? No, I guess a quart of, is it a quart? What is a typical carton well, of the milk. the big one is a half gallon. Okay, a half gallon carton of milk. And he kind of wedges it into his into his baseball glove, I believe, and then jams the baseball glove into this remote control truck, and then he drives the truck remotely across the street. I mean, obviously the music is badass. Um, also, it reminds this definitely has a Home Alone 3 vibe for Home Alone 3 heads out there because I believe that there's a lot of remote control toy work and spycraft going on in that as well. If you're trying to picture it, that's just kind of a cultural Or if you've touchstone. ever seen a child use a radio-controlled car. But really picture Home Alone 3. We're talking <laughs> post-Macaulay Culkin. All right, so he's driving this silk carton across the street up to a neighbor's door the neighbor is an adult woman she uh takes the soy milk out of the truck and then replaces it with a bag of homemade cookies no she doesn't replace with a bag of homemade cookies i apologize she Place it with a plate of homemade cookies, which somehow which the is on this on its side. Yet the cookies are off. not sliding off. Yeah, this this physics really takes a holiday for this commercial. Yeah, right. Uh, it says silk. Neighbors are still neighbors, but is again, that is that a, a a recognized unit of exchange within neighborhoods? No, I mean it seems like they're kind of making some stuff up here and wanting us to. But I like it because we kind of got into this, you know, a couple of times now, and everything was so earnest and over-the-top sappy for a while. Then there were a couple of jokey ones. And you, you were saying you understand why a company might not want to come out and just do jokey right away, which I understand. But, like, this one is neither jokey nor right. over-the-top. I mean, I How guess it's kind of jokey. How do they film this, though? Well, you only see one actor in at a time. Yeah, but like, where's the camera person? Well, I mean, people are doing stuff. Like, I mean, there's news reports. Like, our friend Luke just did a story from Mount St. Helens. Like, yeah. you know, people are social distancing and wearing their masks. And crews are out there doing this stuff. And again, you don't see actors cavorting in this one. Right. So you got to assume that the sound person has a long boom pole and whatever. I like that they're trying new things. And um, I I don't like those... Gravity defying cookies. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer, huh? In my head, when describing to, it, it's I easy thought... to fix. Like that's not a hard fix, but, um, but I yeah, I, I appreciate the the ingenuity. Um, no one's asking to borrow soy milk. Come yeah, on, that's on, that on, is still. true. Like, how did that? So, I mean, I guess no. Yeah, we're gonna really poop all over this, but like, so the thing is. The woman calls the neighbor's house and says, hey, I have these cookies, but I have no milk to 
eat them with do you guys have any any soy milk that's still sealed and they're like yeah i'll have johnny drive it over in his remote control like what how did it just this... feels like a premise in search of a product versus a product yeah, that is true. driven by that is driving the premise yeah um, also i would like it 30 percent more with a different song and then also who who like does the boy pick up and he's like yeah i can hook you up or is it like the mom talking to the mom right. and then and then it's like well I or did want... the mom and the boy or did the mom did the boy and the neighbor have a, a relationship that's its own thing yeah that, and I mean, it's they not might. sexual no yeah. matter what you think yeah you dirties yeah you dirty gross dirty birds What's wrong with our listeners? Yeah, honestly, disgusting. They disgust me. Horny Felicia at it again. <laughs> we can say that now because she doesn't listen. <laughs> I have never heard back from Felicia about that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Felicia. I did it just for in service of a laugh. Um, okay. This next one uh, comes from listener uh, Margie, um, who says she likes this one as well. This is a Geico commercial, and it's a bunch of clips of, I believe, I want to say real, although they could be recreated. They seem real. I've they seen seem this real. one in the wild. And it would yeah. be easier to make it uh, real. Basically, uh, viral video clips or clips of, I shouldn't say viral because everybody, this is just like clips of people. Yeah, I would love to retire viral as a synonym for popular. Yeah, and also we don't know that these are popular. I, I was using there as a synonym for homemade yeah. videos. Yeah, like, also we're tiring it as a synonym for that. We see people giving themselves haircuts in the mirror. Like all these kind of classic, like what you're doing at home during COVID. Only these aren't super somber. These are people giving themselves goofy haircuts or doing special dances with their face masks on and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, the Geico... All the quarantainment. Exactly. And then the Geico voiceover will do the rest of the work for me. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircuts. Thanks for sharing your savage moves and especially your awkward ones. Thanks for sharing your cute kids and your adorable pets. Okay, that one was pretty cute. We see a Roomba and a <laughs> tiny little baby who looks, you know, like what? An like infant. yeah, an infant grabbing onto the Roomba just and the riding Roomba, it. and the Roomba's just but <laughs> the baby's grabbing onto it. Yeah, it's more like and it's, it's dragging more like body its, surfing. Exactly. On it. The the baby's feet around is pretty funny. Okay. Now it's our turn to share with the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers. And because we're committed for the long haul, the credit lasts your full policy term. So thanks again. One good share deserves another. It's pretty cute. Um, yeah. You see some people doing some interesting things. We see a, a, a woman who's like letting her adorable kid put lipstick on her. And at the end, her her makeup's all messed up. Um, it's a bit of a stretch as far as connecting to Geico. But they just were like, I mean, that's also kind of a trope. We could do a whole thing on this, just except it'd be so boring, which is just like these commercials that just use footage found of other footage, found yeah. footage from social media. I mean, Facebook has been doing that for a while. I understand why Geico would do that now, though, because, again, you camera crews and the like are difficult. Beside, if you put aside my staunch defense of soy milk for a second. Right, like, and very, and very so long boom mics, which I think right. is how you said that would work. Yeah, and also they use parabolic microphones as well. Do you know That's... what those are? <laughs> Just so you can grab sound from really far away. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's fine. What do you think? I think it's fine. I think you're right that the connection between the what you're seeing and and their their pitch or their sort of public service message, which is what it is, um, is a little tenuous. But like you said, like you know, our toolboxes are limited right now. We did get eleven dollars back from Progressive, so all the insurers are doing this right now. Oh, really? Yeah. We got eleven dollars just based on what are we going to do? We already don't pay a lot of insurance because we don't drive yeah. our car very much. I think so. you said insurance. I think it's. I'm from the south. That's what is how that we, we, how you usually say? There's it? a movie. I, it's some Alfred Hitchcock movie with I want to say uh, Crouch Cream. <laughs> I want to say um, Sean Connery is the lead. Is that is that a thing? Sean Connery, I think, is the lead in a movie where he catches onto a a scammer or a thief or something because she says the word insurance that way, but she claims oh. to be from some northern really? state. And he says, I knew you weren't from Boston because uh, you, say, you say it like a southerner. That's interesting. That's all I remember about that that movie. I have um, some... Ad Council, get at me. What movie am I thinking of? After hearing a couple of COVID ads, let's now look at some of these COVID parody ads that people were posting on our Facebook page. Uh, This one is from Leanna. 
would you say Liana? 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 I don't want to mess that up, so I said it both well, ways. Well, I'm from the South, so. Uh, this is from Insurance. Uh, posted <laughs> this. So this is a Twitter spoof, a little video made for Twitter by comedian Ryan Creamer, who I didn't think I'd heard of before, but that name definitely, I was like, that's not your real name. Uh, it just, Oh, of the Milwaukee Creamers. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Yes. Um Famous cheeseheads. Uh, Ryan Creamer, you might have heard of him because I've I've heard of this guy who does this. He makes apparently really wholesome videos and posts them to Pornhub. <laughs> like I heard about this at some point. Like, and I don't know what they are. I can't even I swear I watched them. They were just like really nice boyfriend videos, I uh-huh. think, and stuff like that that I were completely it. non-sexual in nature. Um anyway, so that's who Ryan Creamer is, and he made this um this little video, posted it to to Twitter and said, I made a commercial to let all the companies know that we have their backs too. You're a brand. You're resilient. You've been through worse than this and come out the other side. So we people want to let you know that we're in this together. We're working day in and day out to buy your stuff even though none of us have jobs. So don't stop fighting. We like, know we won't. God, the Coldplay is. I know the Coldplay is perfect, right? Perfect. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love it. And then um, this one was posted by Dennis uh, from a YouTube channel called Funny Business. Uh, this one, kind of same deal. Like you're going to hear the really contemplative uh, piano music in this. I believe it's piano. Um, a lot of the black and white photos and very serious photos of people dealing with COVID. Uh, only this is just for something called brand. And we never hear it. Now, I'll, I'll set it up a little bit, and I, I don't mean to spoil the well. This one is a little bit less clever. It's, like, pretty on the nose and a little rudimentary, but still worth playing, I think. This just was posted, like, two days ago. We're seeing, like, empty swing sets, empty playgrounds. That's the same thing. Empty beaches. Um, and now we're going to start seeing some, like of that more claustrophobic footage of people being quarantined in their homes and making do. We are a brand. And we want you to know that we care about you. The consumer. The capitalist herd of buyers. Of hoarders. <laughs> of look at mirrors. <laughs> That's pretty good. These times are tough. And it's important you see us as understanding that. The visuals here are perfect. It's they a collage really of just like the perfect slow motion shots. Like I don't know where they got all of this footage. So I will say that you've got your obligatory, for, you know, uh, healthcare worker fully masked up in black and white, slowly looking up at the screen. And meanwhile, you see people connecting on social media and I, zooming. I love the phrase the 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 what is it the consumers. The hoarders, the look at me. <laughs> the look at me years, and we see somebody like liking and posting yeah. things onto Instagram. But in truth, we have no idea. But we keep that to ourselves. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't buy our product. Our product. Our product that is not at all necessary, especially now, <laughs> especially but that we now. really, really want you to buy. So we hired a sympathetic narrator to make you think we really do care. We use phrases like, we're all in this together, and strange and uncertain times. (laughs) And we even sprinkle in images of babies and strangers gazing thoughtfully into the camera. So please, the next time you go to the store, buy our product. Buy a lot of our product. Spend your stimulus check on it. <laughs> All of it. We may even donate to a charity or something. Not a lot, but just enough that makes us look like good guys. <laughs> so here's to you. And everything you do for us. The brand. The corporation. The 1%. <laughs> 
<laughs> it Thank ends you. on a big, like a beautiful overhead shot of a mansion. You know what this is? I'm realizing this is one of those things where it's all stock video footage. Mm-hmm. And do you know what it reminds me of? Better off Ted? Yes. Viridian Dynamics yes. is the name of the generic company, right? This is like a this is a crypto ad for Better I Off know. Ted. This all, and, and I'm just, Which I think we have also advertised on this show before. I think we have. These are more like they tend to be more like business to business corporate uh, videos uh, that you see in Better uh, Better Off Ted. This is Viridian Dynamics competition. It makes everything better. I'm just kind of. I don't know if this is going to translate or not. I just found this on YouTube right now. Viridian Dynamics. Competition. Whether it's animals or this old woman and baby fighting to the death. (laughs) Competition makes us stronger. In business, that means better products. Pills that look like candy. Hands that can shoot lightning. And a new generation of hurricane-proof dogs. Viridian Dynamics competition it makes everything better i mean i think there's a reason we always we often return to better off ted because this show is about unpacking marketing and trying to identify when it's just when it's complete bullshit and when it's only 50 percent bullshit basically and that show was all about that or it was in large part about that as well i mean Mm -hmm. they, they they played with the idea of marketing as an insidious force yeah yeah so good. I'm looking forward to our evening. Me too. Um, uh, Steve posted this on Facebook. I mentioned it at the top of the show. Um, somebody named Fincherly on Tumblr posted something called Past Tense Slogans. This was um, retweeted by uh, or retumblered. Yeah, retumbled. Retumbled? Is that it? Okay. Uh, by. Um, I'm also stalling because this is like the one note I didn't take down. Um, <laughs> Who who plays uh, Wesley Crusher's son on your favorite TV show? Uh, I've met him before. He's what? been on TBTL. Do you mean Wesley Crusher? Oh, yeah. Who plays Wesley Crusher? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I Will... don't know who plays his son. Okay. <laughs> that would be interesting. Wait, I thought his mom was Wesley Crusher. Isn't no, his, his mom, mom is Beverly Crusher, okay. you Philistine. <laughs> anyway, Will Wheaton is beloved by everybody, whether you're into nerd culture or True. not. Yeah. And he uh, retumbled this, as he's known to say. Um uh, this is by somebody named Fincherly on Tumblr. Past tense slogans. Let me read these to you, Vives. Don't look ahead. Uh, I want to get your pure reaction. Um, we were farmers. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nationwide was on your side. Uh, are they all insurance? Uh, you were in good hands <laughs> with Allstate, I suppose. Um because you were worth it. What is that? Because you're worth it. Man. Um, it's a it's a makeup. Is it a oh, okay. cover girl maybe? And this is the final one. I love it. Only you could have stopped forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun game. Now I want to play that with I all, know, the, all I the know. Products. We should actually that's a really good idea. We should come up with more. Let's make that a thing. Okay, yeah, well, let's let's do that. Maybe do that for next week. Um, I like that. Oh, um See, I have so much here, and I can't get into all of these right now. Let me, you know what, Veeves? You want to hip? You want to save this for the next show? Yeah, maybe. Because let's see, what time is it? <gasps> is it jingle time? Oh, I legitimately didn't know. It's jingle I really am skipping over some stuff. I mean, that was only <laughs> partially a spoof. Um, some people had sent in, maybe, have we already done this as a, before I get to this jingle, has this already been a whole topic of a show, commercials that ruin your favorite songs? Because our yeah. buddy Mike Frizzell posted one that I'll play for you next week, and that led some other people to talk about. We've done a number of shows about the music of commercials. I think we maybe did one that was more like, a commercial that has become so associated with a song that you can't yeah, hear it in any other that. light. So I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a variation on a theme. Well, if you're an ad counselor out there, uh, maybe that could be a theme for an upcoming show. So if there's a commercial specifically that like, Oh, you love a song and you hate hearing it in a, in a commercial, either post it on Facebook or email us at after these messages show at Gmail. And um, maybe we can build a show around that, but it, it'd be kind of based on the ad council's kind of, uh, opinions on that one but let's get to this jingle here um this is coming over from the east coast but it's a jingle from the west coast hi this is jen in new jersey 
love the podcast. I just finished listening to the one where you ended with the mall jingle. That was amazing. And I remember I actually once sang a mall jingle. It was a demo. I used to live in Nashville, probably like gosh, 1995, 1996, somewhere in there. I got a couple gigs with a little jingle shop that would do demos to get a jingle gig for themselves. So I'd get like 100 bucks, you know, which was very exciting. So the the line isn't super great here, and I had to listen to this a couple of times, so just in case you're not following along. So it sounds like back in the 90s, Jen would be hired just to gig out. There's a company that would pitch jingles to companies, but they would need somebody to they perform them. They those. need a demo reel. Exactly. Yeah. And so they would hire performers to perform these jingles that may ne- never even end I up being real this. jingles. And, uh, this is like a 20 feet from stardom documentary yeah, waiting to happen. That's right. So, okay, I'll, I'll give it back to Jen here. I wasn't like a big union jingle singer, singer or anything. So this was for a mall in Oregon, and I don't know that it was ever used. I don't know if they got the gig, but I sang the demo. So, yeah, I learned. This was my first one with them, I think, and I learned some things about singing jingles, one of which was you have to really smile. You have to, like, physically change your face to sound friendlier and approachable and excited. So I kept doing take after take. They'd be like, that was great. Yeah, can we get a little more smile on this next time? Um, so I haven't even had coffee yet. It's like 7.30 in the morning. But I'm going to try to smile for the Clackamas Town Center. Clackamas Town Center, Portland's most popular mall, naturally. <laughs> Clackamas Town Center. I is love the name of that. It. And at the, and I, I could really hear you smiling, Jen. I thought at the end, the first time, I thought she said actually. Which would be such a, <laughs> actually. I think it's pretty clear. It's naturally. I looked for that um, commercial. I couldn't find it anywhere. In looking for it, though, I stumbled on something that was a, uh, it was, a, I think, about a 10 or 11 minute video when malls had it all commercials from the 70s and 80s that oh just some boy. YouTuber put together. And I was wondering either next week or an upcoming, can we just watch all 12 minutes of this thing and pause it and just base our show on it? Sure. It, I'm sure this YouTuber would really appreciate us just wholesale uh, borrowing their content. Sure, absolutely. We'll Why get, don't we just like clock out for 10 minutes and let this thing run? Are you kidding me? This No, no, we'll, we'll pause it. We'll do the whole, <laughs> we'll, we'll comment on it. Yeah, but we'll, like, we'll mystery science theater. It. This is from Fred Flix, who actually, wait, Fred Flix has 8.97, I'm whoa, sorry, uh, 89,000 subscribers? Yeah, Fred. Fred's doing a lot better than we are. Whoa, I was like, Fred will love it if we give him some. No, Fred, Fred will... Fred will sue us with his YouTube books. What else has he got on here? He's got 1975, The Year in Pictures. But he is also using a lot of copyrighted material. Absolutely. He's got Fab Females (laughs) number... So Fred's in a glass house. Fab Females number six, Veronica (laughs) Hamill photo tribute. He's got (laughs) Fab Females number five, Yvette Mimo photo tribute, uh, TV Treasures volume five, more rare promos, bumpers, etc. What was this one about Clarence the Cross-Eyed Lion? Okay, what is this? Let's just go. What Clarence the Cross-Eyed Lion was really thinking... Oh, this is a parody. I'm not interested right, in this yeah, parody, Fred Flicks. But I uh, actually, like, watching these mall, they're all commercials for malls in the 70s and 80s. It was all there in the title. I just wanted to reset. Um, and watching them gave me such a warm feeling. These are malls that I've never set foot in, most of which I'm sure don't exist anymore. The only one that I even recognized the area was a SeaTac Mall. Uh-huh. I don't know if SeaTac Mall still exists or not, but that would be the Seattle-Tacoma area here. Um, but I think the nostalgia factor of things being from the 80s made me feel, you know, obviously yeah. I'm on a kind of rolling midlife crisis here, um, but also it takes you back to this age of malls and it just told you there's something so local about these commercials. What's the name love- of your mall? Great Northern was the big one, uh, which is kind of kind of lame, although Westlake was the one that was the other one that we went to a little bit later, and that's even more generic. Everybody's got a Westlake. Yeah, I we had a like. North Lake. That was mine. You had a North Lake? Yeah. Um, but Great Northern was the one that we went to because we, we grew up in the country, and we'd drive up to the city, the city being the suburbs of um, – of, uh, North Olmsted. I could walk to North Lake Mall. It was a long walk. Now it wouldn't feel that long to me. I remember I, that. Because I walk around in cities a lot more. But like I was walking from the suburbs to a slightly less suburban area. It was probably like two miles, three miles maybe. It felt like a very long walk. But it was like 
very gratifying to be able to do that before I had a license. First of all, it would have been a long walk because there's something about the, the senior you're taking in affects that too. Yeah. And I mean that area. No sidewalks. Yeah, a lot no of sidewalks, it. like, you know, four lane roads. And I remember I visited you, um, or I guess you and I were visiting your parents in your hometown. And I think I remember you saying, I used to, that was a big point, kind of a big uh mark of freedom for you yeah that you could walk to the mall absolutely yeah that's cool anyway maybe an idea so we have two ideas it wasn't for... cool andrew <laughs> okay leslie uh should we get out of here let's get out of here get thank out you out here. to the ad council that was awesome you can sell anything you can sell anything you can well please get at us you heard how awesome uh, the jingles are. The jingles are back. Keep calling in. Sing us your mall jingle. I don't remember my mall jingle, but I, I don't remember I commercials. To, I don't really remember. I mean, we must have had them, but anyway, I know you all did. So, so call in with them. Uh, come find us on the Facebook group. It's great there. And email us at after these messages show at gmail. I am just looking. Oh, and I, I don't should. think I give the number six zero seven. Four 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 five five nine seven. This is a really bad idea at the end of the show here, but I just wanted to see: is there any great Northern Mall commercials? Ah, uh, there's that's one from. Oh, that's in New York. Um, oh well, can't find any commercials. Good. That would have messed up the flow of the we'll show. We'll talk mall commercials another day. Yeah, maybe even next Tuesday. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Anything.